you for listening to The Half-Ass Housewife, where you to learn from a mediocre military spouse how to be a boss babe in your business. Today we have Chantel Cox, author, teacher, and lover of life extraordinaire. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So we know each other. I know. I'm, I'm always like, this is one of my favorite people in Wichita. <laughs> but it's true. I Through The Hive, I've met so many women that... I just love and adore. So, Absolutely. and you're on that list. Um, so, I know a little bit about you. So, why don't you share a little bit about yourself for the audience? Sure. Um, so, like you said, my name is Chantel. Um, so, I feel like I kind of have two lives right now. And so, like by day, I'm a special education teacher, I'm currently serving as a professional learning coordinator for a local special ed co op. Um, and then, when I'm not doing that, I am building this side business and so I wrote a book and I have online content I do live workshops um, and I just really am passionate about empowering others to create a life that they love and then I guess when I'm not doing those things for like my fun time for relaxing um, I really like ballroom and Latin dancing Ooh, yeah, that's super fun um, big lover of reading, and I like snuggling with my little fur baby, Ginger Cat, and my awesome boyfriend, Will. Um, and then to tie into kind of your audience, I grew up as an army brat and have lived all over the world and was briefly an Air Force spouse. So, kind of get get your audience. Uh, yeah, that basically is understand that. <laughs> yeah, you understand that lifestyle, and it's... Not the easiest, especially when you're trying. Could you imagine trying to run a business too? Oh, it's, you're you're great because you're online. Yes. You can do everything online, so I think you would be good at that. For photography, that would be hard to build <laughs> Unless, your client base. Yes. And every time you move, yeah, yeah. So you wrote a book, create a life you love. Mm -hmm. I love the story and map. Why you decided to write the book? Can you share that with your audience? Uh, absolutely. Um, so I personally struggle with anxiety and depression and low self-esteem and I found myself early in my career as a special education teacher with absolutely no self-care in place. It's a very stressful job. Um, I had no coping skills, nothing. And if I'm honest, I was pretty much a self-help cynic. Like people would be like, oh, you have to put on your own oxygen mask. And I'd like be like, yeah, bite me, whatever. Get out of my classroom, I'm busy. <laughs> Um, take your oxygen mask and shove it. Um, <laughs> so it didn't work out. Um, I found myself very overweight on multiple antidepressants and I was just absolutely miserable. I was not living a life that I loved. And so one morning as I was getting ready for work, um, I noticed like, I mean, you can see me, your audience can't see me. I'm part Mexican. I have very, very dark hair and there's something white on the top of my head. And I'm like, well, what's that? It was my scalp. Um, I had a bald spot and I was like, what is happening? And so turns out due to long-term high levels of stress caused by my job and having no self-care in place, um, I had developed an autoimmune disease called alopecia areata and my hair follicle or my immune system was attacking my hair follicles and I ended up with three different bald spots and had to get like shots of steroids into my scalp mm. at a dermatologist's office. It does not feel good. So I don't recommend that. No. <laughs> Self-help seems much better. 
absolutely a much better road. But... Like, who, where's that oxygen mask? <laughs> <laughs> did, did it drop on the floor when I threw it at you? Yeah. <laughs> Has to be around here somewhere. Yes. <laughs> um, so that was definitely kind of what jump-started my journey to be like, something has to change. And right around that same time, um, I also um, was trapped in a very abusive, volatile a marriage. And so with you know the grace of God and um, the love and support of my family and friends, I got out and stayed out of that uh, relationship. But I really had to build myself up from ground zero. And so those two things, I just really had to figure out what do I want my future to look like? I know what my story has been. Am I okay with, okay, rinse and repeat, and this is just who I am, and this is all that life has for me? Or am I going to do something different? And like I said, I love to read, and so I just immersed myself in the self-help world and just read every book I could get my hands on. Um, I'm a big audiobook person. Love that. Um, yes. <laughs> And so, you know, in the car, I'm powering through multiple books a week um, and just taking it all in. And then I started noticing, okay, Oprah and John Maxwell and Stephen Covey and, you know, all these people are all saying to do a gratitude journal. That sounds stupid. I don't want to do that. And then I read another book and it talks about a gratitude journal. I'm like, son of a gun. And <laughs> so I'm like, fine, I'll try it. Um, and just little by little started, okay, if all these people are talking about this habit, let me try it. Um, what's the worst that could happen? It does nothing. And then what have I lost? I'm still where I'm at. And so slowly I just started incorporating these 10 habits. Um, and I wasn't like, I'm going to pick 10 things. It just ended up being about 10 things when I reflected back on it. Um, cause I completely transformed my life. And then people around me start being like, what, what are you doing? What's different? Like, you're happier, you're healthier, like you've just completely transformed before my eyes in a fairly short amount of time. How do I get some of that? And you're not going to like it. It's yeah. a gratitude journal. <laughs> exactly. It sounds stupid, but. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so the inner teacher in me um, went from having one on one conversation with a friend, very informal, to, huh. You know, later that person writes me, you know, I've been doing this gratitude journal for a week and here's what's happening. What else you got? And so I started making a small impact just one-on-one. -on -one, and then I was like, well, how do I get this out to more people? So I started a YouTube channel and then I wrote the book and then here we are. <laughs> and now you have a course, correct? I have um, an online free course and a paid course. Um, there's going to eventually be a course for per chapter. Right now I just have chapter one um, out available. Um, yeah. Well, that kind of segues right into each chapter is about something different. What are the main points you want to people to walk away with? Or like what are your favorite chapters about or maybe what resonated, what resonates for you right now? Because yeah. I think each chapter is is going to hold differently for each person and then each stage of life or what you're going through at the moment. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, there are 10 chapters. Each have a different habit. I would say my favorite chapter um, is chapter three called Bust Out of Your Comfort Zone. And so all the chapters are set up in the same format. It kind of 
talks about my struggle with that particular habit and how I kind of fought it and I finally tried it out and then the things that happened and then there's a your turn section and so how anybody can incorporate the same habit in their life um, and so busting out of your comfort zone talks about how I woke up on a New Year's Day and just not loving my life I was six months out of my divorce and um, I was going out too much I was just trying doing anything I could to not be in my lonely apartment um, just filling the space I didn't want silence I didn't want to be alone I didn't want to be home um, so doing anything I could to fill up that space so I didn't have to think basically <laughs> um, there's yeah, yeah that's what a lot of people do either with divorce or you know you're going through a hard time and just don't want to be alone yeah it there's a lot of power in learning to be alone there is and now I love to be alone like to the point where like when my boyfriend's like let's go do something I'm like can I just have some me time like go you go do you <laughs> like I'll see you tomorrow um but so I found myself on a New Year's Day just being like all right so last year sucked um I got married and divorced and moved like three different times and to a different state and um, all this stuff had happened that I needed to process and I'm like so what do I want for this coming year and so I just started writing down things that I've always said I wanted to do um, and I remember two of them stand out to me as um, learn how to salsa dance and go skydiving well it's January in Kansas probably not going skydiving that week maybe not <laughs> um, I did go that June um, for my birthday but um, I was like, okay, salsa dancing. Surely somewhere in this big city of Wichita, someone teaches salsa dancing. So I Googled it, and there was a class the next night. And I was like, okay. And so <laughs> I, like, jump on social media, and I'm like, who wants to go to this with me? Like, because heaven forbid I go and do something by myself. I need uh -huh. someone to, like, hold my hand. Oh, and no. <laughs> no one would go. Um, so I made myself go, and it was definitely out of my comfort zone and I was terrified and it ended up being the best thing ever um, because then I went back the next week and the next week and the next week and then all of a sudden someone's like oh we're gonna do a bachata class on Wednesdays I'm like I have no idea what that is I'll see you there um, <laughs> and then I'm in this dance group and we're traveling on the weekends and we're performing and we're going to Kansas City, we're going to Oklahoma City, we're going to Dallas. Or, and it just completely opened my world. It made me um, meet people I never would have met, have experiences that I never would have had. And so that one decision to bust out of my comfort zone and take one salsa class really kicked off my journey. So I love that chapter and <clears throat> Last year I did a live event for each chapter and we went to the dance studio and um, the instructor taught everybody that came to my workshop how to salsa and it was I super fun. fun. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's something I always tell people like that's where my journey started um, and that's where I really light up and so you may or may not want to salsa dance but what is your thing um, that you've always said you wanted to go? And for me, I'd always said I wanted to learn to salsa dance, but I'd be single and be like, well, I have to wait till I have a boyfriend to go do something like that. And then I'd meet someone and we'd start dating and be like, hey, do you want to learn how to salsa dance? And I'm like, no, that sounds ridiculous. 
well, now I can't go because I can't go and dance with some strange man and leave my boyfriend at home. That's weird. Um, it's not, by the way. No, it's totally <laughs> fine. Um, but that was my internal dialogue was all the reasons I couldn't do it. And when I finally just got off my butt and did it, it was amazing. And I'm trying to articulate it. <laughs> when you decide that you want to do something and then... Things normally just have a way of working out. They do. So, like, the fact that there was a salsa dance class the next night. Right. Like. Because I really feel like had it been longer, <laughs> if it was, like. The week after. The week after. You would have talked yourself mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. Every The timing was perfect. And I just jumped in and did it. I so. think if you open yourself up, you will find. And if you do a gratitude journal, you'll find. <laughs> things just start working out. And so I love that about this book Yay. and your whole series. Thank you. Do you em- implement all of these in your own life still? <sighs> or do they waver from, you know, times in your life? They definitely um, waver. Like, I am, at some point I have implemented all ten, um, but I want to be completely transparent and not set this unreasonable expectation for anybody like, I don't do all 10 100% of the time. Um, and so really throughout the book, I have three overarching messages. And the first is just get started. So if you do want to do one of the things, just do it. Just get started. Don't wait. Oh, I'll do it next week. Just do it. I'm going to do it when I feel like I'm going to be good at it or mm-hmm. perfect at it. Yeah. Sorry. So Keep going. No, I love it. <laughs> so just get started. And then once you get started, be consistent because... You know, we all know you don't go to the gym once and walk out with six-pack abs. It's the consistency Mm -hmm. and the continually. I've never had six-pack abs, but I'm assuming that I wouldn't get them if I went to the gym once. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to the gym once, and I never came out with one. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But then the third most important one is allowing yourself grace. And so that is something... Um, that's one of the seasons I'm in right now. It's really celebrating my successes and allowing myself grace. I do not expect perfection from myself or anyone else, and nor would I want anyone else to expect perfection from me or from themselves. Um, and so it's really been 2019 was so about because the book came out January 5th, 2019. And so then that whole rest of the year was this whirlwind of opportunities that presented themselves that I didn't know existed. Um, And just really building this business that I never even dreamed of. So again, when you step out of your comfort zone, you don't know the doors that are going to open. So I just was going to write the book and then period, done. I wrote a book, put it on the shelf, woo, done. (laughs) I never intended to, oh, now I'm going to do live workshops and coaching and online courses and build a business and um, but those are opportunities that open themselves because I took action and got out of my comfort zone. Um, and so some of the 10 habits kind of went a little bit on the back burner so I could focus on learning how to build a business. I, I have a bachelor's and two masters in education. I know how to teach. I don't know how to run a business. <laughs> I never intended to run a business. So I had a big learning curve. Um, and so some of those things became my focus. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Well, my next question was about how are you expanding your business from the book, but we've kind of <laughs> gone through that. Um, did you want to add anything or 
what you see in the future that might be even more than the online courses and coaching? Um, I would love at some point, this is like a huge dream, um, to be able to, once I learn and get it kind of pared down to what really works and I have enough people that I've helped walk through the kind of a coaching process to be able to have other coaches and have like create a life you love coaching and like kind of some type of program with different level tiers of sure you can go buy the $15 book um, and read it and take action on it like that is a good starting place but then those who really want more help along their journey they have different avenues to do that whether it's an online course that's self-paced or um, attending life workshops um, and kind of learning in a group format or getting that one-on-one -on -one personalized where am I on my journey what goals am I working towards and it all tailored and individualized for them um, but I know I'm one person and I can only see so many people one-on-one -on -one. so to be able to have something a very developed system where then I can train other people who want and I would just I would hope that maybe it would be coaching clients who now they've transformed their life and now they want to give back um, but then they want to also use those same things to help others and expand their reach and I love it. It's a big, it's a big way future. <laughs> Maybe not so much. I feel like you've gained so much traction just in the time I've known you that I don't know if it's as far off as you think. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what is 2020 looking like for you so far? Um, I'm very excited for 2020. <laughs> we are in the roaring 20s. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I published January of 2019 with no real plan um, of what comes next. And so I just kind of took opportunities as they came. So for 2020, I want to be much more intentional intentional with my time. I also didn't really have the confidence to stand on my own two feet. Um, I did a lot of partnerships, which was amazing. Um, and I grew in so many ways by doing those things. But now in 2020, I feel like I'm finally at a point where I can be like, hmm, I can offer my own workshop. It doesn't have to be Part of with two other guest speakers because I'm afraid to, that I can't fill up an hour of time with just my own content. Because we would each speak for like 10 minutes. And at the end of my 10 minutes, I'd be like, there's more, there's more I'm going <laughs> to say. Um, and so, yeah, so like this month, we're doing a vision board. I mean, it's January, and so of course it goes with the chapter of set, setting goals and defining clarity. Um, so we're doing a vision board workshop in February. It's going to be focused on the chapter. I thought about. Um, <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> I'm not bored. I just I did not sleep well last night. <laughs> um, February is. Valentine's and love and hearts and blah 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 and so I'm like all right we're gonna focus on self-love and so my live workshop will be about how to write and use affirmations in your life and so each month is gonna be targeted to one of the chapters and then everything kind of goes with it so my blog my email 
my social media, my workshop, everything that month will be all around a topic, a chapter. I love that. Yeah. So just much more intentional. I was definitely kind of getting towards almost like a burnout because I work all day at an intense job that I love, but it still it's, you work. It could be tiring. And yep. then I come home and I sit behind a computer for another five hours. And so my evenings and my weekends were so focused on my business that I wasn't leaving time for a life you love. Right. <laughs> like I created it and then I was like, no, oh, let's jump in over here. So really finding that balance again. And balance is a tricky word, but finding a harmony, I guess, of how to yeah. um, be more intentional. And so I am doing things like I hired a VA. Um, I know. It's like, Ooh. do you feel super fancy now? Oh my gosh. I feel so free. Um, because I set up, um, you know, like for five posts for the week, I come up with the captions, I come up with some basic hashtags, she comes up with more, um, and I made kind of like templates on Canva, but then I tell her like, fine, like one of the captions last week was about, you know, what are you doing to prepare yourself so that when opportunity knocks on the door, you're ready for it. So I'm like, I don't know, find a stock image of someone knocking on a door. And then she found a great image and posted it. She scheduled it on all the things, uh, Instagram and Facebook. And so in 30 minutes, I can map out my five posts for the week, assign it to her, and then she takes it from there and makes it all happen. Whereas I was spending like five hours a week on that. And it's not really getting much bang for my buck. Which is also why I do that personal branding photography, yeah. because you spend so much time either looking for those photos or trying to take a good selfie and they never turn out as good as you want. But, right. <laughs> but, and it saves people so much time. I just, I'm, this is the year of being more intentional for me too, is, is that really going to, what is, what is making my business grow? What is making my business, well? like, mm -hmm. and stop doing the crap that's not building right yeah and I would find myself I'd be like okay this week I'm gonna you know here's my three things I want to do in my business this week and by Wednesday you know I'd spent all night Monday Tuesday and Wednesday just mapping out my social media and now I'm exhausted now I'm out of time and so um where, what did I get? And I'd be like, I really need to get that online course done. And I'm like, well, we don't have time. And then it's Monday again, and crap, now I have a whole other week of social media to plan out. And it was just a cycle, and I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I hired a business coach, and I um, hired a VA, and things now for 2020 just feel much more manageable. Let me talk to you about your business coach, too. Yes. Can I ask who you're using? Ivy. Oh, she's <laughs> so great. Hive, yeah. I love her. And I am a full believer of business coaches. Yeah. I that I have a business coach <laughs> yeah. podcast. And um, so let tell me how working with her has elevated your business. Um, I met with several um, coaches to find the right fit, and they all were phenomenal and I do feel like I will work with them in some capacity in the future but I knew I was in my own way because of my mindset I was playing small I was thinking small and that is what one of the many things that she's brilliant in is the mindset 
Um, so I, I mean, I've only been with her a couple months, but there's no way I'd have a VA right now. I would still be telling myself the reasons I can't do that instead of just pulling the plug and doing it. Um, and then, um, she kind of is the one that really encouraged me to, well, what about one-on-one -on -one coaching? Well, I can't do that. Well, tell me more about that. And just kind of working through it. And I'm like, I do have stuff to offer. And people have asked me if they could hire me in that capacity. And I, and I no. told them no. I said no. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> and like, and then helping me build the package and helping me with the pricing. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I'll pay them $2 an hour for like, <laughs> like not really that, but. It's just like, yeah, no. And like just helping me really work through the pricing and just finding my own value and finding my own confidence and my own voice. And um, so huge proponent of business coaches. Um, they call you out on your crack. They do. A lot. <laughs> I love it. Um, what is something you wish your clients or potential clients knew? <sighs> I think... Just like, just looking back on where I was, what I wish I knew then, and so what I would want everybody else to know is that self-care is not just some luxury that you do once in a while. It is not, um, oh, someone gave me a massage gift certificate for Christmas, so this is my one massage <laughs> for the year. Um, it's not all just massages and pedicures. It's so much more and it's setting boundaries it's saying no it's when someone walks into your office and says hey can you do this and you have a different goal a different mission that you're working on and that's not an alignment it's having those tough conversations that set those boundaries that protect yourself of no I'm not gonna work all weekend on that because I'm gonna go for a walk or I'm gonna spend time with my significant other or my friends or I'm going to refuel in some way um so I really um that's what I would like people to know we're one of the only countries that teaches people that their value is based on their productivity like I have to tell myself all the time it's okay to rest it's okay yeah. The other day, I had about an hour of free time before I had to pick up my daughter, and I just watched Netflix and laid on my bed, and I was like, I am not going to feel guilty about this, because in an hour, I pick up my daughter and take her jumping and do fun things and have to entertain her and then cook her dinner and then struggle trying to put pajamas on her because she does not like to be dressed. <laughs> um, so that hour, just to be me for, and not worry about anything really helped me be a better mom. And saying no to, especially for women, mm -hmm. stop feeling guilty. Right. <laughs> nobody wants to be a B word. <laughs> like, but people treat you the way you allow them to treat you. And mm -hmm. if you allow yourself to be a doormat, that's the message you're sending out and people will keep walking all over you. And be like, oh, oh, I can ask Chantel to do anything and she'll just do it. And then I don't have to do it. I can go spend my weekend how I want because Chantel will take care of it. As Not anymore. Yeah, as soon as Chantel got a backbone and started being like, mm, no, thank you. Or even not right now. Um, I would be happy to do that next week. Mm -hmm. And I get to dictate when that fits. Um, so just little things like that. Just I think 
as soon as people start knowing that that's okay and give themselves permission to do that, they can really start seeing some changes. Oh, and then tell us a little bit about who your ideal client is. So I would say it'd be um, a woman who, like me, struggles with things like anxiety and depression, self-esteem, and with setting boundaries, um, who wants something different. So my ideal client is definitely an action taker. She doesn't just sit around complaining about her situation. She seeks solutions and then takes action on them. I love it. Do you know what age? Um, I really, I think everybody always sees themselves in their ideal client. So I would, I thought it would be people around my same age with similar life experiences. But I had lots of people of all ages come to my live workshops that really were getting a lot of value from it. Um, and so I've kind of gone away from the age, like the actual, cause it's more the spirit of the person. Exactly. Cause you could have a 35 year old that just doesn't see any issues with their life at all, but you could have a 68 year old and be like, I still have life to live. I don't want to live it the way I've been living exactly. it. So yeah. it's all cause that's, that's what I talked with Andriana about the hive. There's not an age, but. She said their spirit animal is 30. Like their, their spirit inside is 30 still. So, yeah. They're just willing to learn and grow. Um, very growth mindset, not the fixed mindset. Well, oh, my life sucks because that's just the way it is. It's what it's always been <laughs> and I'm just stuck. Okay. Don't be stuck away from me because I don't have room for that negativity and that vibe. <laughs> oh, yeah. And where can people find you? So um, I'm most active on my Facebook page. Um, I started the website and the page when I started a Teachers Pay Teachers store like many years ago. And so my domain is Chantel's Creations. And then when the book was called Create a Life You Love, I'm like, I can make that work. Um, so everything is under Chantel's Creations. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, all the places. Um, but I'm most active on Facebook. And there is a Create a Life You Love community group um, on Facebook um, that I'm really excited about getting that going a little bit more. I really want people to be engaged and sharing where they're at in the journey and sharing tips and supporting each other. And then um, the, my website is ChantelsCreations.com. And there is, if you go there, there's a little button that says free gift. And each of the 10 chapters has a free download. I'm a teacher, I gotta have like a worksheet for <laughs> everything. And so if, if nothing else, anybody could go there and be like, well, how would I bust out of my comfort zone? And there's an activity with directions and they can download the free worksheet and work through the activity and make their list of what they're gonna do and make an action, and an action plan and go forth and conquer. I love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you.